Hey everybody, this is Random Chatterings episode 27. I'm Arlo Rodriguez, and my returning guest today is... Zachary Reynolds from You Again Web Series and the uh, Digiwats. Hey, how are you doing? How are you doing, sir? I'm doing good, man. Doing good. Uh, nothing's changed. Life is good. Life is easy. And uh, just trying to stay out of trouble for the most part. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I guess. I don't know. It's When you involve whiskey... Th- things happen but <laughs> yeah <laughs> no I, yeah things are good uh the the web series is up and coming uh Woo! we yep we open uh like uh we premiere on youtube on uh, july 6th that's you again web series by the way shameless plug um <laughs> the so yeah we're, we're winding down and i'm actually getting a little bit of my life back now and i'm able to be a functional human for a second <laughs> as, as a as opposed to being on set all the time, but no, things are good, man. Nice. Uh, what, but what exactly in, is uh, the Digiwats? The Digiwats. Uh, Digiwats is a uh, is a let's play uh, YouTube channel uh, side project that I uh, started with my buddy Guy Warner and my wife uh, Christina, and uh, we are bringing in a bunch of local uh, gamer friends of mine who are also comedians. And oh, we're sweet. gonna do, yeah, we're gonna essentially riff tracks video games and talk over them and try and be funny or try not to be funny and just, just make it for the sake of making it. And uh, I, I kind of fell off the TV watching phase uh, after uh, season two of Daredevil. Yeah. And by see after season two, I mean after like episode three because I still haven't gotten pa- past that part. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and then I, because I, I got hooked on uh, the Game Grumps and I got it hooked on Achievement Hunter and everything, and I was oh, like sweet. watching them. I was watching them one night after work, and I was just like, I want to do that. <laughs> yeah. Next thing you know, I contacted my buddy Guy, and uh, I was like, hey, I want to do this. And he's like, dude, I love this guy, and the Achievement Hunters, let's do it. And uh, and uh, next thing you know, um, I'm blasting out in social media saying, yeah, what's, uh, this is coming. It's going gonna, it's gonna to be good. It's, I swear, it's going to be good. <laughs> I mean, it, it's been a learning process the whole way through. Like, I'm definitely learning and everything, but I'm having a good time doing it. I'm learning how to do things I never even fathom I'd know how to do. Yeah. You know? So... Yeah, it's been it's been really fun. Awesome. Well, the good thing about that about him plugging that particular series is that today we're going to be talking about video games. Mm-hmm. Nothing. I but, love me. Nothing but video games. Nothing but video games. That's that's. I'm cool we, with that. <laughs> we weirdly enough, we have not done an episode on video games since episode ten, which was all about Sonic the Hedgehog. Oh really? Yep. Wow. Was it uh, was it the good or the bad of Sonic the Hedgehog? We did both. Oh yeah. We did both. <sighs> mm-hmm. Was that was that episode out when Sonic Boom came out? I, we were going to talk about it. I actually mentioned. I even. I kind of regret that I left that in. I actually mentioned it because it had just been Sonic's twenty third birthday, and I said something like, "And he celebrated his twenty third birthday in the worst way possible." And I never even brought up Sonic Boom. We could talk about it oh, now. Gosh. I, I don't. I've never even played it though. I've only seen like Game Grumps play it, and like other. Oh gosh. Reviewers. <laughs> we could, or we could I've just actually. Talk- I've actually. <laughs> I've actually had the 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 the, uh, the honor of playing that oh, that game, and yeah, fuck. it's it's just as bad as yeah, it's it's just as bad as uh, people make it out to be. It's, I mean, the only way you can have fun with it is uh, literally to just is find as many glitches as you can with the game, and how how and as many broken things of the game. Like, I'm sure you got as far like in the Game Grumps episode when they they use the knuckles jump. Yeah, Aaron found out how to do the knuckles jump, and after that, like once I learned how to do that, I was just kind of going all that. That's the only time I had fun playing Sonic Boom. <laughs> You, you you didn't buy that game, did you? You rented it? No, no, not at all. <laughs> <laughs> no, actually, I didn't buy it. They actually patched out the Knuckles Jump glitch. Did did they? They did. Oh, man. 
Well, uh, maybe I just I'll buy it and I just won't connect my <laughs> Wii to the internet. <laughs> <laughs> and I heard that that um, patch was supposed to be like a gigabyte, like it's supposed to be a huge, huge patch, even though it doesn't really change that much. It doesn't make the game better. Well, that's just how many minor glitches there were that everybody started pointing out. I imagine. <laughs> um, yeah. So yeah, that game was a that that game was a uh, was a train crash. But eh, you know. They can't all be winners, I suppose. Exactly. So, yeah. especially if it's a Sonic game. But <laughs> <laughs> Sonic is not in a good place right now. Uh, I say no. that as a fan who loves him very deeply. Oh, well, that could be misconstrued. <laughs> but, uh... Well, Sonic fans are weird. Let's get that straight. I'm sure you've seen the Shadow of the Hedgehog fan fiction. I have not actually. I haven't seen it or read it. Don't anybody who's listening. Don't Google <laughs> so- Shadow the Hedgehog Shrek. Don't Google it, man. <laughs> but you're gonna Google it later. Uh, so let's just. I have to because <laughs> I need to know how the two correlate. Like, how do the two <laughs> mesh together? Google it later, then message me later. I'll be... <laughs> Tell you what, I'll 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 check it out during the break. How about that? Sounds good, man. Sounds good. <laughs> um, but let's let's stray away from the horrors that was Sonic Boom and talk just in general about. Like, how we even got introduced to video games, like, what our origins with video games were, like, stuff like that. Let's just yeah. start off, like, yeah, basically, cool. um, superhero uh, story about video games. Uh, do, do you want to go first? No, the guests should go first, I think. Oh, okay, I'll go first. Okay. Um, no, I've uh, I've been playing video games since uh, I, I was four, roughly. Yeah. Uh, yeah, my uncle uh, had an original Nintendo, uh, and uh, those were the first games I was really introduced to. Like, uh, he would like would bring over his original. Like, I used to live in Phoenix, Arizona, when I was a little kid, and he when they flew over, he'd bring over his uh, his NES over, and we'd uh, hook it up and we'd play uh, Bionic Commando. That was probably the first game Ooh. I ever played. And he, we, yeah, we played uh, we played Mega Man, oh, like yes. religiously, man. Like we would religiously play it, uh, and uh, and Metroid and. Uh, all of those insane games, like just those, you know, those muscle memory games that Nintendo got so good at making. And uh, and then when I got old enough to actually calculate what's going on on the damn screen, uh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> because uh, at that point I was just like, hey, let's one's be. Okay, okay. Um, <laughs> the, uh, when I got my Super Nintendo, I just kind of uh, gone from there. My uh, my dad, Kurt, at the time, uh, he, my dad, Kurt, he uh, bought me a Super Nintendo with all the games. And I, I got spoiled as a kid. I For the most a good chunk of my young childhood, I had all the consoles. Yeah, and uh, wait, I have wait, wait, all the wait, really? Mm-hmm. Yeah, my parents were. You rad. also had a Turbo Graphics sixteen. I did have a Turbo Graphics. Oh, I had an Atari Jaguar. I had. Oh, uh, I had the. I, I had a Dreamcast. I had. Uh, I, I had. I had it all pretty much. And uh, I mean, if you go to the weird systems, you know, like the the Derp Derp six thousand, yeah, then probably not because who cares? But. Uh, yeah. No, I had the Atari Jaguar, I had the Turbo Graphics, I had the Sega Saturn, I had it all. Wow. Um, they just kind of sat and collected dust once the new ones came out and et cetera, and then they'd eventually get given away or something. Yeah. Uh, and then you just kind of move forward. But uh, when the console wars really started, I uh, I generally always had a PlayStation, uh, an Xbox, and an N64, or the PlayStation 2, Xbox. Uh, 360 at the time, or did they? Did Xbox had Xbox went from Xbox just to 360. Yeah, it was Xbox, then Xbox 360. And yeah, then because Xbox PlayStation, because Xbox wasn't even around during PlayStation one time. That so would have been it, the Sega Saturn, and then the Yeah, yeah. 
Exactly, yeah. Pretty much I had all the heavy hitters. Like, there's usually three systems that you always had, you know, whatever it'd be, PlayStation, Sega, Saturn, N64, PS2, Xbox, Nintendo, N64 still, GameCube, you know, and like... GameCube, GameCube was awesome, dude. It was a great console. It was just unfortunate. It was such a great. It just yeah, didn't... yeah. I agree. Um, but uh, for the most part, on GameCube, I, you know, I I think the only two games I really heavily played on GameCube was uh, Fantasy Star Online and uh, and uh, Smash Brothers. But I, I played Fantasy. Yeah, I, I played Fantasy Star Online just because I was a huge EverQuest player as a kid too, and uh, I was looking for some sort of MMO crack. Is what an MMO is. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, yeah, it, it's uh, and so I was looking for something like that, but I couldn't find anything. Uh, so Fantasy Star on the GameCube, and I loved the GameCube as a console, and I loved all the ga- I loved every single game on GameCube I played, yeah. like just hands down, straight up. So, yeah. How about you? Um, I actually started um, when I was three years old. My dad bought a Genesis. Like he just randomly brought home a Genesis one day, and it had and I th- I don't remember what the third game was because I think there was three games. One of them was like this boxing game, and I. Actually, found it like years later because I was just curious. Well, okay, what kind of boxing game did they have on Genesis? And I found the exact name of the game. I don't remember it now because I just it was just, oh cool, it was that game. And then let's just just goodbye. Boxing game on Genesis? I, there's like hundreds of them, but there's like a very particular oh. one that had like I think I just remember that there's a boxer called Sugar Ray Robinson or something or I don't know like Roberto fucking ah something like that. And I only remembered his name because my dad's name is also Roberto. Oh, um, really? Yeah. Roberto Duran, I think? Do you know Boxing about... Legends of the Ring? Maybe it's that uh, one. It might be that one. Boxing Legends of the Ring, it yeah. It might be that one. <laughs> oh, my God, you found it. Yeah. <laughs> I just I just went and super Googled it. <laughs> <laughs> right, so that, that came. And Bubsy. 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 What was that? Bubsy the... Claws Encounters what was of the Bird Kind. Yeah, the, I remember the, the the big Genesis game I played. I I had so many stupid games on Genesis. It was uh, I played uh, Toe Jam and Earl. Oh yeah. Uh, you ever like that? You ever play that game? I I saw the Game Grumps play and it didn't look really appealing. It looked really confusing. You know, okay, it, it's it's a side screen. Like it, for those of you who are listening who have never played Toe Jam and Earl, it is so dated <laughs> because. <laughs> Tojam and Earl are like, the, they're two aliens, and they're like, yeah, we're so cool, what's up? But we're totally into hip-hop. It's like the be- if the Beastie Boys were, uh, were in a video game, and they were aliens. <laughs> and, uh, and it's so dated. But it, but it was a bunch of aliens uh, acting like they were into hip, like they were rappers. And it, like, it, it cr- even crossed the line of, like, this seems a little bit over-the-top kind of racist, I don't know. <laughs> and... Uh, like if you picked up the game now, like and uh, somebody who's never played video game and didn't know who Toe Jam and Earl was, they'd be like, "Hey, fuck these guys." <laughs> <laughs> uh, but no, that game and uh, like I had I had all the Sonics, awesome. uh, the Sonic and Knuckles. Man, that game, I love that game. Uh, not to go back to Sonic, or anything. no, that's fine. <laughs> we are talking about but, Genesis. Uh, no. <laughs> Sonic Two and Sonic and Knuckles were uh, some of my favorite games. As so. Anyway, I interrupted you. Please go on. <laughs> um, yeah, so Bubsy was the game. Um, I uh, that was the second game I got, and that was the game I always obviously played because why would the fuck would I ever play a boxing game when I was three years old? Um, but I didn't realize how frustrating that game was. I just thought, oh, this is just a hard game. I just, uh, but I didn't realize how cruel it was until I played it again. I think, uh, well, first I watched another Let's Player. Oh, I don't know her name, but I know she, I think she's on Twitch now. Um, 
but um Which... i don't know i don't know her youtube name i don't remember i think if you just look up bubsy let's play you might find her i'll look her up just kidding <laughs> no um anyway keep continue your story i'll yeah. talk about her the other <laughs> one <laughs> um and uh, I just realized that Bubsy is just one. There's fall damage, which means that if you fall from a really high, like, like from really high place, you'll splat and you'll die. And you get nine lives, but the reason they give you nine lives is because it's one hit and you're dead. So there's no way of you to like be able to recover health. It's just one hit and you're dead, which makes oh, some wow, that's levels brutal. really, really insufferable. The level I remember the most is the jungle level, because. The levels up to that point had already been, they're all like just like left to right. This level is vertical and it's a jungle level, which means that everything looks the same. And you could be stuck in that level for minutes at a time. But the problem is, you also have a time limit. So you better make sure you get to the fucking rip off um, yarn ball sign thing that's totally ripped up from Sonic, or you're going to die. And it's, pff, it's bullshit. I, I actually. Okay. 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 So the minute you said the word Bubsy, like I was like, I've played this game and I know this game, <laughs> and it took me a second. It took me a second to realize what this game was. Yeah. yeah. And uh, like to the point where I actually had to Google some images of it. <laughs> and yes, and I remember this game now. It's, <laughs> th th it, this it, game is great. <laughs> <laughs> we actually, for my brother's birthday, uh, we bought the Steam version, which was like Bubsy One and Bubsy Two. With save states, even though it's just like it's just like a fucking emulated version of Bubsy, but they sold it for like four bucks. Just fucking oh really? Shit. Yeah, really. Because the way because the way you save state is the way you save state any game. You go up to the menu, you click like the top, and it says like save state, and then save. Like it's yeah. How the fuck could this be? This is not unacceptable. But I was finally able to beat the game, and I had the biggest possible fuck you that game could have ever given me. Bubsy <laughs> says, "We we won." Well, I guess you helped. Fuck you, Bobsy. Fuck you forever, you piece of shit. <laughs> yeah, he totally called you out on the safe states there, man. <laughs> uh, whatever. Um, man. Whatever. It's all right. No, no, those no, those old like those old like I'm I'm a huge retro game fan and uh, <laughs> I I think those old games are a lot of like it, it goes to show like how tough those games are. And there's only two buttons you can push, or three or yeah. four buttons you can push. But now, now there's like nine or twelve, and I, I, I think that's what makes video games so daunting for people nowadays who who want to get into them, but they see like an Xbox controller or a PlayStation controller, and they they they, they just get overwhelmed. Um, my my uh, my wonderful wife, she's uh, she's she's getting into gaming like really fast. Um, wow. Uh, uh, yeah, a few years ago, she I she just, just I was showering and I was playing Skyrim and she just picked up Skyrim and idly made a character, and she's been hooked on video games ever since. And nice. uh, and she has cred. She's she's actually pretty damn good at them now. <laughs> and uh, but uh, I I honestly give advice to anybody listening who's not a gamer and uh, but listens to your podcast. I I highly recommend just going back to the old systems at the Salt Lake Gaming Con, which we should talk about. Um, oh, absolutely, yeah. That <laughs> uh, just happened. Um, I just picked up. Uh, uh, an NES with a few of uh, the classic games that I've always wanted to go back and play, and I was like, "Yes, we play this," and uh, and uh, she loves them. I mean, yeah, but at the same time, they're they're hard and challenging in their own way. Right. And just that these games are all like muscle memory. I feel like um, I'm a masochist right now. Um, <laughs> I'm playing. I'm trying to beat Ninja Gaiden One Fuck. without save states, dude. But you you watch the game groups. You know what that's gonna take. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, I got to level five two dash two, 
and then I had to go somewhere. Ah. Uh, but so I, I've 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 I'm get I'm I'm getting pretty damn close because there's it goes there's like six chapters. So right. uh, so I'm doing that, and then I. I, I picked up Metroid and Mega Man Three and Mega Four, which I did beat uh, all the Mega Mans, by the way. Nice. <laughs> which was uh, which was pretty damn fun. And and uh, no, I so ever since I did I did that little project, I've kind of been on this huge like retro game kick, and I just want to go back to these old games and just play them and 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 beat them and just uh, mostly just for street cred, I think. Because <laughs> because uh, back in my day, we didn't have PlayStation achievements. <laughs> <laughs> You wanted to tell people they beat a game, they had to believe you. <laughs> Back in my day, we had to take pictures with our Polaroid cameras and make sure the damn flash didn't just block the whole screen when we submitted our scores to Nintendo Power. And we had to shake it like a Polaroid picture. <laughs> uh, I love um, uh, the Mega Man games are some of my favorite games of all time. Mega Man 2 is like one of my top like even among the games I played already, like Super Mario Galaxy, Super Mario Galaxy Two, most of the Nintendo games. It's... I mean, I'll admit uh, this is most of the Nintendo games, but Mega Man Two, oh man, it, it, it's, it's it's like near perfection of just pure action. No, no, no. no the uh, Mega Man was uh, it was super, it, like it had the best music, it had the best boss battles, it had the best stages, and uh, no, I, I freaking loved it. So, no, you can explain why you can explain why you love Mega Man Two so much. Uh, I don't know. Like, wasn't it cool? Like when the when you go on to like Doctor Wily's last stage and it's got that awesome like uh like guitar music. It's like and wasn't it cool? Like when you go to the boss battle and all that that epic stuff and it's like and and then what is an awesome like when you're you're fighting Heat Man and after you got all that through that fucking block adventure land that they they put you through and you finally got there and Heat Man just was super easy. I mean, and then you get to Air Man and he throws like seven tornadoes. Yeah, Mega Man 2 was fucking awesome, okay? <laughs> yeah, I really like Mega Man 2. So <laughs> I um I did beat the Mega Man games. Uh, I will disappoint you though, I did beat them with safe states because I just don't have the time to beat them normally. I just don't have the time. <laughs> I uh I safe state like okay, so you know I did beat them. Yeah, I did safe states on uh three specific events. Uh Mega Man 1 uh, against the uh, the Yellow Devil, uh, yeah, I, I, I definitely I, I safe stated before that guy just because like screw that guy. Yeah, um, I uh, safe stated I think like at, at one point in Mega Man Two, uh, right before I fought Doctor Wily, yeah. and then uh, in uh, after that I went on this purest thing, and then once I hit Mega Man Five, I think I did another like Doctor Wily safe state before, prior to that. So yeah, I did use them occasionally. But it wasn't like, uh, oh, oh god, spikes! I'm gonna jump, safe state, and then jump, and then die, and then reload, and you know, I didn't do that. But uh, yeah, it was it was it was definitely challenging still, even without him. So yeah, definitely. I, I'm someone. Who, do you have? What were you gonna say? No, what were you gonna say? <laughs> I I was just gonna say that I really do appreciate games that give a good challenge. Like Super Meat Boy is one of my also one of my all time favorites. But it's like a certain kind of difficulty that needs to be within reach. It has to be something where you could try again and again and again constantly. It's not like with Dark Souls. Like I know how much people love Dark Souls. I could never play a game like that. It would just be too crushing for me to make so much progress and then lose it all like in an instant. Yeah, um, I haven't really tackled that series yet. I, I, I guarantee I will, but I want to play Bloodborne first. Yeah. Um, 
uh, but I but I don't like the probably one of the few consoles I don't own right now is a PS4. Uh, because when, when you get married and you tell your wife, you're like, I really like video games. I have a lot of consoles, but I really want this new one. And there's two of them coming out. You know, it's, uh, it's hard to kind of get her on board with that. But, uh, Bloodborne, until, until I get a hold of another console, I can't really, uh, get a hold of that. And I don't want to go even touch Dark Souls until I go into Bloodborne. Yeah. Because I just heard the play styles are, they're similar, but they're different just based off of like, uh, ones about... One you got to be like super like in the enemy's face, and the other one's more about defending and waiting and everything. So right. I don't know. As far as like challenges go like, with like games, I, I I like that they that some developers are starting to go back to it, like mm-hmm. back to the challenges of them. Like uh, the uh, like we got uh, Bloodborne, you got Dark Souls, e- like even the indie games are starting to come out, and the indie games are freaking hard. Like uh, Shovel Knight, one of the funnest games I've ever played. By the way, you ever play played Shovel Knight? I've I've, oh, I've heard of oh, it. Dude, I... you... I know it's a game. I, it's perfectly perfect for me. I just yeah, gotta find the right time, dude. If you if you're a huge fan of like uh, retro games and like Mega Man, like and and like even comedy and games, you got You got to play Shovel Knight because it, it's a, it's an epic side scroller game. But they're very well aware that they're an eight bit epic side scroller game, <laughs> and they touch base on it and they they go over the top with everything with all the RPG elements, and it is so freaking funny. Yacht Club, Yacht Club Games is awesome. Oh, I can't they, wait. I'm, I can't wait. They're awesome. But, uh, yeah, definitely check them out if you can. Absolutely. All right, I think it's time we take our break. But when we come back, um, Zach is actually going to tell us about his trip to Salt Lake City. And we're going to talk a little bit about E3. And then, did we talk about our favorite games, actually? Uh, kind of. I t- talked a lot about how I like Mega Man. Um, but, uh, <laughs> no, uh, we, we haven't talked about our favorite games of all time, though. And I think that'd be really cool. So. All right, let's, we'll definitely do that uh, right after the break. And we're back. Okay, so Zach, you said um, you went to a gaming convention at Salt Lake City. Uh, yeah, uh, Salt Lake City had uh, their very their 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 very second. <laughs> <laughs> they had their very second uh, gaming con, and uh, it was really fun. I went with uh, a few other members of the uh, Digital Watch crew, and then I uh, my best friend was actually playing in a Hearthstone tournament, and. Um, it actually happened to also fall on my birthday weekend, so there were libations involved, and uh, we, we had a good time. I checked out some uh, vendors there, uh, and uh, my buddy uh, Randon Kerr, if you're listening, by the way, good job. You, you're, you're number five in my book and in the tournament, <laughs> <laughs> and uh, we had a good time and just hung out and and uh, checked out the con. There's a lot of great local vendors there, and uh, the highlight of it for me was uh, I was able to meet uh, Stephen Ogg, who, um, for those of you who don't know who Stephen Ogg is, uh, if you play Grand Theft Auto V, he is Trevor Phillips. And for wow. those of you, yeah, if you don't know who, yeah, and for those of those who like, 
a little knows who Trevor Phillips is. <laughs> <laughs> but for those of you who don't know who Trevor Phillips is, uh, play Grand Theft Auto Five. He's a meth head and a tweaker, and he's insane. He's the greatest character in the series. And uh, and it was really cool uh, as an actor and as a gamer to talk to him. Uh, um, because it, his line was long, not because it was super busy at the con, because it was kind of a thinner convention, but it was really fun at the same time. But his uh, line was super long, not because it was super busy, because he would literally spend like 20 to 30 minutes talking to each one of the, the people in line. Wow. And uh, so I, I sat there and I chatted with him literally about acting and how the motion capture went for Grand Theft Auto Five and what the audition process was like. And another great thing about him is he... Um, there's this program called Extra Life. I don't know if you've heard of it or Lil. Have you heard of him? Uh, I think I have. Wait, is it a is it a, like a charity, a gaming charity? Yes, it's a gaming charity, and these guys are fantastic. They uh, they they essentially get uh, gamers around the world to uh, uh, pledge uh, to game for 24 hours. It doesn't have to be straight, but most gamers, being gamers, they do the 24 hours straight of gaming, uh, and they uh, broadcast themselves on Twitch and promote uh, the website, and they uh, promote getting donations for whatever charity they want for uh, whatever district they are in in the United States or the world, for that matter. So in Salt Lake City. We uh, donate to the Primary Children's Hospital in uh, Salt Lake City, and uh, we, me and my buddies, we do it every year. The minute I found out that uh, Extra Life was at Gaming Con, I immediately wanted to go to Gaming Con to just go talk to them. And the minute I found out that Stephen Ogg wasn't even charging for his autographs, all of his autographs uh, proceeds wow. went directly to Extra Life, which is, wow. it, which is, it has to say a lot about the guy because apparently it wasn't his handler or his agent that said that. That was his. That was his choice. You know, I think I think he just legitimately loves to do these things just because he loves to do them. You know, so yeah, and it, he was just a really down to earth guy, and it was really weird seeing Trevor Phillips in real life and interact. And <laughs> he had the cadences and everything, and it was it was, and he uh, he actually, uh, if you check out my uh, Instagram or the Digiwatts Instagram, I have a picture of the autograph he left me. Uh, so it's just Digiwatts on Instagram or ZDiggity26 on Instagram. If you check out my Instagram, the, there's an autograph picture where. He actually took a request of me, and he autographed it as treasure. And it just said, "Good luck with the fucking acting, the the fucking acting, you fucker." <laughs> and then put Stephen Trevor Phillips dog. It was awesome. So fucking awesome! Wow. Yeah, just a super chill guy, man. And it's humble down to earth. Just loved to be there, and had ton of, tons of questions about the state and everything. And and Utah, despite popular belief, is kind of an interesting place. We have interesting people. We're very geek heavy, and it's it's Shangri La. You got to deal with a. a bunch of fucking bullshit laws here and there but you know it, we're all people so yeah well i guess for our listeners who aren't from utah and for myself what kind of bullshit laws are you, are you referring to well they're mo they mostly have to do with uh i mean utah's a very right-wing state um uh, yeah. for uh it, it's very right-wing state state uh and uh I don't like to get into politics on podcasts and i don't like to get into religion on podcasts yeah, but i will say yeah. it's right-wing for a reason mm -hmm. A lot of the laws are uh, are controlled by uh, the the ch the local church in Utah. And I'm sure all of you know who it is, but I'm not going again. I'm not going to get into this. Right. Uh, our liquor laws you can't get a double in Utah. Uh, a lot of establishments, if they have a restaurant license and not a bar license, you have to order food if you want a cocktail. Huh. Uh, you can't do sidecars in it. Uh, hmm. You can't have uh, the, the list is like I'm a bartender here as well, hmm. and the, like the, I had to study more for the laws in Utah to be a bartender than I actually did for my major in college. <laughs> <laughs> and yeah, it, it's it, it, it's ridiculous. And uh, 
that law along with uh, some other. Uh, uh, by the way, uh, hey, by the way, uh, Utah uh, in Utah, uh, porn is a uh, health crisis in Utah now. A health crisis. Mm-hmm. It is now illegal for certain people to look at porn in Utah. The actual law, I believe, is for like sex offenders. If they get caught looking at porn, then they go to jail. Yeah. But they've labeled uh, porn pornography as a as an actual health crisis. Which is funny, considering we've had we've been in the top three for the worst air quality in the world, like mm. a few years in a row now. Um, so it, you just have people. You you get a lot of like the uh, the guys on uh, in in Utah's Capitol Hill doing all their things up there that are, that, that just don't quite make sense. Yeah, yeah. Um, but I mean, I th- I think every state goes through that, and that and, and that's fine. Definitely. Like whatever, we we deal with it. We're we are we are the youth of the nation, and we just deal with it. And uh, <laughs> but uh, despite all the bad things that the laws and the, the hoop jumping we have to do, I mean, we have great skiing up here. We, the everybody's so is so fucking nice here. I mean, and, and it, it's just it, it's a cool place. You get you can get all you can get all the seasons in fifteen minutes. It's pretty <laughs> strange. Um, no, I love living here. It, it, it's fantastic. Uh, do I want to see other places? Of course, but. Uh, I, have a, I I think this is a, a place that everybody should at least check out. I mean, if not for the scenery, I mean, we have a – it's a beautiful looking state. So, yeah. And that's all I got to say about Utah. <laughs> yeah, because I, I wasn't expecting – I wasn't expecting us to go on a Utah, like, tourism tangent. I, w- I wasn't either, especially since we were going to talk about gaming mostly. But uh, as I said, Utah is a very gaming heavy – or, like, they're a very nerd-oriented state. Uh, the, the, the Utah is geek cred. There's a ton of geeks out here. There, there's more Hoovians per capita than than uh, Europe wow. in Utah. Really? There's... Yeah. It, I made that up. <laughs> Utah Utah geeks are are some of the coolest and funnest geeks ever because they're, they're they're so damn passionate about it and they're they're so nice about it and they just want to meet other like minded people about it. And uh, we're we're so cool that we have well we had uh, for the past like five years we've had two Comic Cons a year. Uh, oh, by sweet. the same company, yeah, and I mean, th- this last year was our last one. We did two of them, but we have our we have our own Comic Con here, and that's great. And and uh, it, we've it, it has boomed over the years. I, I was there for the first year, and I was there for the last year. It's just gotten bigger. Like Utah's geek cred. I mean, we're all we're all nerds here, you know. And it's and uh, when you band together, I I don't know. There's a Les Mis song about that or something. I don't know. <laughs> so I can only think of the South Park the South Park parody. Yeah, exactly. Speaking of South Park, by the way, E3, uh, yes. uh, South Park guys were, were at E3. Yes, they were. They uh, were. Yeah, they were, they were announcing uh, the South Park game. Uh, what was it called? The, uh, the Fractured Butthole. Fractured Butthole. Yeah. <laughs> fractured Butt Comma Hole. <laughs> uh, no, like I actually watched the gameplay footage, and I watched the uh, trailer. And it, Did you play Stick of Truth at all? Oh, I finished the whole fucking game, dude. Oh yeah, me too, man. Uh, yeah, it, I lo- that game, <sighs> man. Blew me. As far as like game, gameplay goes and like game design, I was like blown out of the water. It's like because despite it being South Park and funny, everything was like this is a really well put together video game. And then and and, and and this like from the, the gameplay footage of Fractured But Whole, it was uh, like right out the door. I was like, yeah, I'm probably looking forward to this game right now more than I'm looking for the Skyrim reboot. So. <laughs> <laughs> You know, it, no, I, I, they, I mean, Ubisoft, despite having their shortcomings with certain games, which I will not mention, uh, 
they uh, no they 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 do they do do good work uh, when they decide to actually release a fully functioning game that you don't have to pay for to fix. <laughs> <laughs> Have but, you have you uh, have you played the division? Or have you seen the videos about the division? Uh, no, uh, the division. In fact, I haven't even really looked into it much. To be honest with you, uh, the division uh, it's a uh, first person, right? Uh, I think it's third person actually. Third person, something like. It. Yeah. No, I haven't looked much into that. I, I I'm definitely the guy who, if uh, there's no if there's no swords or dragons <laughs> involved, I, I get a little issues with it. Uh, I like I do like first person shooters, but most of the time I have to be shooting at aliens or something <laughs> like that. So I, I like I like I do like those games, but like I also immerse myself in the games in a way, and I like to be a yeah. part of a world that's not really functional in this world. And believe me, if it, do you, if you have a comment section on any of your podcasts, people will be like, "This guy doesn't understand video games." Like I, I <laughs> fuck. Um, <laughs> I, I like to be grabbed by video games, and I, if it's not by gameplay, uh, like I, I do like visuals, I do like story. I'm not a graphics whore because uh, you know I think playability is worth more than any graphics oh, in the world. Absolutely, you know, and that's spoken like a true retro gamer. But you know, <laughs> yeah. Um, but, but you, you've obviously played the. You've looked into it, right? I didn't play it, but I I just saw some videos of it about it, and it just reminded me. Wow, Ubisoft fucked it up again, didn't they? Like I think there was a video by, there's a there's a video I think um, by uh, Vine Sauce called "The Division is a gate It's a glitch for you gaming experience," and it just. <laughs> I mean, I'd like to think it's just for the online where that's an issue where <laughs> the player just falls through the floor and they fall <laughs> for what seems like forever. <laughs> I, I've never played it, and I know that it got good reviews across the board, but I have to. <laughs> that has to be acknowledged to some degree. You know, I, I've watched... Okay, I watched the video. <laughs> <laughs> but, okay. Okay, okay. So, Division, uh, Ubisoft has made this game, right? Yep. It's Tom okay. Clancy's The Division. Okay, so Ubisoft... These guys, you guys at Ubisoft, <laughs> if any of you... I don't care if you're the janitor of Ubisoft listening. <laughs> I don't care. I don't care if you're the guy who drops the mail off at Ubisoft. I don't give a shit. If you could just do me a goddamn favor and relay to the goddamn higher-ups that if you release another fucking broken game, I'm going to personally come down there and write a mean letter in red ink. <laughs> because I am so sick of you guys releasing this broken bullshit. No, this has been happening in gaming for years now, and everybody, it's become an industry standard. And yeah, granted, I understand that making video games is hard, okay? I can't do it. That's why I never became a game developer. I would have loved to do it, but I'm not very good at math. So there we go. But I'm a consumer of video games. I'm very passionate about video games. I talk a lot about them. Stop fucking this up, please. (laughs) I'm begging you. Okay. I'm sorry. No, you're good. You're, you're, second. Yeah, you're fine. It's you're just... fine. <laughs> <laughs> I, I mean, <sighs> I, um, it also doesn't help that Ubisoft, Ubisoft's press conference. Like, I think Fractured But Whole was the only game that really interested me. They their their big reveal at the end of the press conference was a game called Steep, which is supposed to be a snowboarding like extreme sports kind of game. 
Oh, cool. We haven't Wait. seen one of those in a while. That's true. It actually has been a while, but I think people were just kind of like blue-balled because they were talking about, oh, it's the 30th anniversary of Ubisoft. We have a big legacy, and then people were saying, oh, the new uh, Prince of Persia or, or Beyond Good and Evil 2, and they get this snowboarding game. It looks cool. It looks impressive, and <laughs> the developers are actually from like the Alps. So they have experience with you know, oh, cool. designing that kind of thing. It, it just kind of like took everybody by surprise. It was just like, I, was, I wanted something that <laughs> I wanted. What? 30 years of shredding the gnar. <laughs> <laughs> Jabra. <laughs> you ever see that Disney movie, Johnny Tsunami? <laughs> I actually have not seen that movie. It was a Disney Channel movie. Uh, <laughs> it, was starring, it was actually starring one of my acting coaches. Oh, wow. Uh, yeah, Ann Sward. She's amazing, by the way. And if you're listening, which you're not, <laughs> uh, much love to you. And uh, no, it, it was. Uh, I think a lot of it was shot in Utah, actually. Too. It, I don't know. It, like, if the, <laughs> there's going to be that guy in the comments, it's like, no, I've Wikipedia. Johnny Tsunami was shot in Aspen <laughs> with the Johnny Tsunami dramaturg. Um, <laughs> But, um, no, it, yeah, it's, uh, I like, I love video games, and I, like, I'm very passionate about, like, them as a whole, and then, like, I, I, I've always fought the good fight of that they do serve more of a purpose than just being mindless entertainment, because absolutely. they do, I think. Yeah. Uh, They're definitely, well, I mean, then the argument gets a lot, a lot more, like, muddier when it comes to, like, which of the games are the most valuable, or which is the ones that, when we say it's art, which is the ones that we should bring to the forefront, and, mm, I don't think I'm comfortable enough in the position to say that all games are art because some some games are definitely not art. Um, but they Dead or Alive is amazing art. <laughs> Dead or Alive Beach Volleyball is the best art you could ever. <laughs> Rumble Roses is the most artful game you can possibly find. <laughs> um, all right, you brought it up. Fine. Okay. <laughs> No, no, no! You don't have to. No, we we won't go into that. I'm just Rumble saying. Roses the, I, I was one of my first masturbatory aids. <laughs> <laughs> I got you to admit it. <laughs> Whatever you'll you edit mentioned it. Out later. It was it was it was like in Pee Wee's Playhouse. It's the, it, it's the word of the day, or the phrase <laughs> of the day, I guess. Rumble roses. All right, let's get away from all that um, because I want to gush because, I mean, okay, play, Sony's conference was great, but I just want to gush endlessly about, have you seen the trailer for uh, Legend of Zelda Breath of the Wild? Oh, my God. Yes. Um, oh, my God. Yes. I, you know, I am very, very excited about this because, A, you get this open. The Witcher 3, the, okay, The Witcher 3 has done this. Pretty much already, okay, right. with what Zelda's doing. But we're getting this awesome open world in a fucking Zelda game, which is really awesome. And Zelda has done this before. They did it with Wind Waker, but it was covered in 99% water. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, but no, like, but we get this awesome open world. And the other thing about it is, like, not only... Because we've all seen realistic open worlds with, like, Skyrim and, and, and Grand Theft Auto. Like, those open world sand. We've seen those. But we get this realistic, awesome open world with a Zelda game. And we get it with uh, high-intense graphics of... I don't know anything about the NX, as pretty much no one does. Mm -hmm. But from what I saw, you get a semi-realistic look, but with the vibrant colors that come with a Zelda game. Like, the, the, like it just goes without saying that Zelda is going to have... 
these awesome, like, fantastical colors, and then that's what makes Zelda awesome, because when you go into a dungeon, it contrasts it with dark colors. And that's right. what makes you... It, it right. gives you the set... It gives you the sense of being, like, safe and sound in one moment, and then all, like, in the shit in another moment. Absolutely. And, like, I'm just excited to see what they're going to do with it. Apparently, uh, Shigeru Yamoto said that... Uh, that if you're really good, like I think the direct quote, my buddy Connor mentioned this to me. Apparently, you you can do the dun- like the original Zelda, you can do the dungeons in any order you want, right. and it, you can actually beat the game from the beginning if you're a really good gamer. Yeah, that's awesome. Um, I don't yeah. think many people will be able to do it, and I think there'll be plenty of uh, Let's Play YouTube channels to be like, I did it. <laughs> but Shigeru Miyamoto's definition of gamer is also Japanese, and uh, they're they're nuts. they're they're insane like i'm passionate about video games and the design and i I appreciate them for what they are on many levels but you japanese are crazy man how do you do that (laughs) you're so fast (laughs) so you're also wicked talented and make me question myself at all times (laughs) i i watched the trailer just before we were about to talk because i wanted to um have like just like I wanted to have a, a, a frame of reference for discussing Breath of the Wild, I almost come to tears. I think it's it's the shot Aww. when Link is like walking on the desert and the music is very it's very like uh, Studio Ghibli esque actually, and it gets mm-hmm. to that right. I don't know. I, I I don't know anything about music terms, but it's like it's just a crescendo. It's not crescendo. A crescendo. Is it a crescendo? It's like when the music goes upwards. It's like tears. I cry. I can't. Uh, yeah, it's pronounced the sendo. <laughs> um, no, you, you, the gamer goosebumps, you know, where, where oh, you know, it, it's a mix between like your childhood nostalgia coming at you and uh, yes. the new stuff and just the stuff you love. And I think that uh, that's one thing that Nintendo is very good at. Um, and I think that, uh, you know, despite the market changing and everything, I think uh, there's there's never going to be a company that makes games like Nintendo ever will. So. Absolutely. That, that, what, what I really appreciate about Breath of the Wild, other than its really appealing style, is... I, I, I don't know. I haven't ever played any... Op- okay, I have played a few open-world games, but I usually get like a few chapters in until I just give up on it. I feel like Zelda is going to be the first one I'll actually... Might com- I won't... Okay, I won't... I won't 100% complete it because that's just insane. But I'll at least give... and like, I'll probably devote like hours and hours to that game. It just looks yeah. really intuitive in terms of control. It looks really interesting how we can experiment with the different weapon types. And mm-hmm. and then I think on the Nintendo Treehouse E3 demonstration, someone act- you can shield surf like down a mountain. Yeah. Oh, really? Yeah, seriously. Oh, that's cool. That's awesome. But I think that God. I think that but there's like risk there's a risk and reward. Like if you do that, you actually damage your shield a little bit. So you have to make sure you have like a lot of shields collected so that you can do like really cool moves like that. And I imagine, well, like, probably, like, as the game goes on, you'll probably be able to power up those abilities, and you'll be able to have stronger shields. I'm sure that at some point you'll probably get, like, is it the, it's not the, called the Master Shield, is it? There's the Master Sword and then the Shield. The Hylian Shield. The Hylian Shield. You'll probably eventually yeah. get that, and then you'll be able to, like, shield serve, like, all the, yeah. all the live long day. You know, I, I think, I, I feel like the uh, Zelda games, especially during, uh, when, especially when Link Between Worlds hit, you ever played Link Between Worlds on the I have DS? Not unfortunately. I did play Link to the Past and became very, very close to beating it. I actually was at the last dungeon. Oh God, Link Link Between Worlds! You got to get on that, man. That game is so good. I love it. Um, <laughs> the 
No, I, I ever I, I feel like that um, they've gotten really good at um, integrating items and upgrade systems in a very fun and creative way that doesn't seem like grinding, which right. this is the 21st century. MMOs are a thing. I've played MMOs for a long time. Grinding is a thing. I get it. And I'm fine with grinding because it's something to pass the time, especially when you're in a social game like WoW or or, or something right. where you can socialize with your guild or something while you're grinding and doing things. But it, in a single-player game, if there's grinding involved, that's fucking stupid, in yep. my opinion. Because like, it, 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 it gives you the sense of accomplishment when all you've done is just essentially did the same thing over and over again and waste time when you could have been exploring or doing... I, I, I think the, the I think Nintendo has found a really good way to find that balance right. uh, where you can get level up and get things while still exploring and not be sitting there like, oh, bring me a hundred rat tails and I'll give you this, <laughs> you know, and bring me seven scalps of a bald man and you get this, <laughs> you know, and it's... Yeah, I mean... the. the that's okay, like in an MMO. I, like I, MMOs, I classify in a completely different category of games. Absolutely. That's okay, but when you're when you're playing a single player console game, I, I that's totally unacceptable. Yeah. So, in my in my opinion, internet trolls. In my opinion. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I, gee, here's the thing we're going to talk about. Like, not 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 to like uh, go from the Zelda train. Uh, no, that's fine. But that's it, all right. Uh, but uh, w- what's your favorite game? Oh, my favorite game. I might be a little bit blasphemous as a Sonic fan by saying this, but all-time favorite game of all time, no matter what, any day of the week, no matter what the circumstances are, if I went through a divorce, Super Mario World. All-time favorite of all time. Nice, man. Super that's Mario a good World. It's, oh, that's a good one. It's like the game where I can recapture my childhood or I can just come back to my childhood at any time I want. The progression of it, like the... Oh, man. It, it's, just, it's just so comforting. It's... I mean that one, right? Nice. That's the yeah, that's that one, the one. Right? That's the one. Yeah, just checking. Oh, yes. oh, for those of you listening, yeah, I actually have it in my hand right now. <laughs> just rubbing against the camera. Mm. Mm. No, I was just curious. No, that. Yeah, no, that that game's freaking awesome, man. You can always go back to that game. Uh, my buddy Connor has actually reserved that game to uh, a play on the Let's Play with us because uh, apparently he he claims. He knows every secret, but I don't believe him. So there is, I think there's one level where I couldn't get the secret. I think it was like vanilla. I think it's like no, no, maybe it was Bowser, Bowser Castle Two or something. No, it was like vanilla caves or something. Like it's like in the latter part of the game, and there's like one. I think there's a way you can actually fly over the with like the marathon tape, and yeah, there's like a second second entrance. But I could never ever do that because you have to, there's like a specific way you have to. This, I'm, I'm sure if I look up the video right now, then they'll just do it like in five seconds. I'll feel like an idiot, but. Probably Japanese. Probably Japanese. <laughs> but... Probably Japanese. But, <laughs> um, but yeah, I pick up and play. Like any, that's like the definition of a pick up and play game. It's just like Super Mario World. It's just absolute perfection. I love it. That's awesome, man. That's a really good one. Um, for me, uh, Chrono Trigger, straight up. Oh. Yep. Yes. That's hands down my. Uh, that's wow. ha- that's actually hands. That's my say, my favorite game of all time. Uh, it's the game that got me into RPGs in the first place. Uh, it's the artwork is insane. It's the game that inspired me to actually go and watch Dragon Ball Z as a kid. Wow. It's the game that because uh, the same artist that did Dragon Ball Z did Chrono Trigger. That's right. Um, the, the 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 characters are awesome. The story was awesome. It had like sixteen different endings. That's right. It was, it it was just a it was just a great well put together game the music was amazing and uh earlier in the podcast i talked about like how awesome like 
I love video game music. Like, I really do. And I think yes. that uh, video game composers, especially in those 8-bit eras and those 16-bit eras, had to have a wicked talent to work with what they had. Absolutely. Um, to make uh, an awesome soundtrack. And uh, no, it, it was just a... That game just did a, such a great job at everything. And and just the minute I heard that uh, Akira Toriyama was, like, the artist... Because when I was a kid, like, I played Chrono Trigger and then I got into Dragon Ball Z. And uh, then my uh, buddy... Uh, Corby mentioned me. He's like, "Oh yeah, the guy did a uh, Dragon Ball Z. Also did Chrono Trigger." And then I, the like, we didn't have Google back then, <laughs> so <laughs> so it was a matter of you had to literally hunt for that information through a wild goose chase. <laughs> and the minute I like finally got that confirmed, it was like, boom, I'm done. And, and uh, it just has great characters. I'm actually, uh, if there's any game that made me feel uh, super epic, it was that game. Just traveling through time and being a badass. Absolutely. And uh, yeah. Funny story, like in college when I uh, I took a piano class in college because I was like uh, trying to learn uh, how to play piano and everything uh, <laughs> from uh, like from my music teacher and so I took his class and he asked for you bring a piece of music. I brought him frog frog's theme to start learning how to play, <laughs> and then uh, and uh, the uh, first uh, series that I'm going to do with uh, my wife uh, on the Let's Play is going to be uh, Crown Trigger. We're gonna nice. that'll be the first one we do. Oh, it's yeah. beautiful. Yeah, well, I mean, I figure I just pick a game that I knew and that I know a lot of fun facts about, and and uh, she's never really seen a playthrough of the game or seen the game, and, and wow. I thought it'd be really fun to, yeah, wow, to introduce her to it. So yeah, it's really cool. That's awesome, I mean, like, man. yeah, and so that game, and of course the Mega Man series. I mean, that's like I could pick up a Mega Man game and just be entertained immediately. So yeah, those games are just beautiful. Um, Mega Man Seven is that weird one as well that I. I, I, it, it, stylistically, it's very different from the other ones. And, I, very I, different, right? Very different. I mean, but it, 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 it hooks me just as much as the other ones. Like, Mega Man 8's the only one that is, the art style is different enough, and just the, everything about it just feels off to me. It also feels like it's mm -hmm. one of the easier Mega Man games, which I, it's not, that's not a bad thing, but it's it's just, it doesn't feel like, Mega Man 7 is closer to the classic style than <laughs> Mega Man 8 was. I mean, in my opinion. I, you're, you're just like, Mega Man 8 doesn't make me feel like I want to hang myself with my controller. <laughs> <laughs> Not a good game. <laughs> well, there's just always Mega saying. Man. There's always Mega Man X for if I want to hang myself. I just I just beat that again like three months ago. Nice. I, I love Mega Man X. That game is awesome. I... Or in the words of Ego Raptor, fucking genius. <laughs> right in our cars. <laughs> no, that no that that game is awesome. That game was uh, way awesome. Um, yeah. Uh, I'm playing through X2 right now. Um, uh, like, I'm trying to go through all the Xs now as well. Uh, but I'm kind of a purist in a sense. And, <laughs> uh, like, I like to get the, the games, like, on the actual console and play them as opposed to, like, downloading them on an emulator or, or through Steam or Wii U, you know? Right. I like to actually have the full experience. And everybody gives me shit for this. And, uh, again, <laughs> yeah. I, Comment trolls, and I hope I hope I actually hope you get comments because I keep calling comments <laughs> out. <laughs> comment trolls, go fuck yourself, okay? I don't care. I don't care about your opinions, but I'll respond to you if you comment. <laughs> um, unfortunately, we are out of time, but Zach, thank you so much Ooh. for coming back to the show. 
Hey, no, dude, thanks for having me again, man. It was nice to actually, because I remember the first time I was on the show, we uh, geeked out for a split second, but uh, then uh, we, we had to stay on track with the you again <laughs> stuff, which, by the way, you again, we open on July 6th. Uh, please check us out. We'll be on YouTube. You again web series on YouTube.com, July 6th. That is a Wednesday. We love you all. <laughs> Where else can we find you, Zach? <laughs> Uh, you can find me at, uh, on Twitter, uh, ZDiggity26 uh, on uh, Twitter. That's also my Xbox Live handle and pretty much any one of my ga- gaming monikers. You can also find me on Instagram as Reynolds Zachary, I-E-Y-N-O-L-D-S-Z-A-C-H-A-R-I as in uh, Ile de Muerta, also island. Um, uh, and then you can find me on the grant. Uh, I said that. And then Facebook, uh, just Zachary Michael Reynolds on Facebook. And DigiWats is also on Facebook. Uh, just look up uh, Facebook.com, DigiWats. We, we own that domain. name. Suck at everybody else. And uh, you can look up the DigiWats on Instagram as well. We uh, just look up uh, at DigiWats on the gram and as well as Twitter. We would love any followers you guys have, and we'll give, personally give you a high five. Uh, we don't use auto messages, by the way, because we think that's totally lame. I used him for a small stint, and I realized that's stupid. Um, so, <laughs> no, if, uh, you, if you follow us, I will eventually get back to you, and I'll do my hardest to uh, give you a personal high five and a kiss on the lips. So, <laughs> Well, I mean, you got to do the PR any way you can. I know. I do a lot. What the things I do for PR. <laughs> <laughs> so taking us out today. Is... Oh, excuse me. So taking us out today is uh, Mega Man Two, um, Doctor Wily Stage One and Two by composed by Kenji Yamazaki. As always, you can find our podcast at randomchatterings.weebly.com. You can contact us via Twitter at our Twitter handle at ranchatpodcast. You can email us at ranchatpodcast at gmail.com. And you can find us on the iTunes store by searching Random Chatterings, a silly podcast from silly people. And you can also find us on Stitcher by searching Random Chatterings. And our question of the week is, what is your favorite video game? Uh, Zach, thank you so much for, for coming on the show. I really appreciate it. Dude, and, uh, no, thanks yeah, for hopefully, letting I hope, me come we, back. I hope you can come back. No, I would like, if you ever need me to, like, I, I, I have fun doing this. This is fun. I mean, it's, I'm actually pretty new to this whole podcast thing. So it's like to be able to do it. I mean, I asked you. Pretty much. So. You did, and I'm just, I'm still yeah. amazed by that. Like, that's my favorite story to tell people. It's like, I was, they contacted me to do it. And I was like, why did you contact me? I'm a nobody. So are we? We just, <laughs> we just, we just present ourselves as, I no, we're, we're, we're still nobody. <laughs> <laughs> no, dude, thanks for having me, man. Like, no, it was, uh, it, like, it, it's very. And this was not even for a promotional thing for DigiWatch. This is more just kind of hang and talk about video games for me. Totally, so. man. Uh, this has been a lot of fun. And, uh, yeah. Yeah. Definitely come back. Definitely come back sometime. Yeah, yeah. If you ever, yeah, just uh, reach out to me. You got all my you got all my stuff. And uh, and uh, likewise to you, uh, if, um, if I figure out some smart way to effectively do a Skype thing with DigiWatch, then I will. Oh, <laughs> but, dude, that would be awesome. And yeah. kind of, wow, intimidating. That would think that would be the most people we've ever had on a podcast. That would be like four people? Yeah, yeah, it was, yeah, about three. Like, I think I have five involved entirely, but uh, I know for a fact uh, who I'd probably want to be involved on the podcast. Like, my wife, of course, and then uh, who you were. She was technically kind of on the podcast for a second there. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and then uh, my buddy Guy, and then, like, one or two others that are, are I'm going to be bringing in just so because of comedic value and their editors and everything. So, yeah, well, like it's a slow moving process for us over here, but it's uh, but it's happening for sure. It's just a matter of we're trying to do this the right way. 
Absolutely. and not just like record something on the Elgato and just post it on YouTube and go. You know? <laughs> no, uh, I have a like we're going to be editing the sound, we're going to be editing everything. I have an animator finishing up an intro for us. We Sweet. have uh, we're 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 backlogging. We're trying to backlog ourselves on material. So when we do open, we could just release a few weeks of the content without, and actually try and post consistently. Right. Because I have a full-time job and I do other shit, but I kind of want to just do this now. So uh, there we go. Awesome. And yeah. yeah. And I'll definitely, I'll definitely let like uh, as many people, uh, I'll definitely let people know once DigiWatts is up. Yeah, dude, please do. That'd be freaking awesome. Thank you so much. <laughs> you bet. Absolutely. All right. Take care, everybody. Bye. Oh, did you find the one where uh, Sonic and Shrek are making out? <laughs> I haven't found that one yet. I found them hugging, and Shadow saying, be, 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 be gentle. There's one with come ogre here, Shadow. Oh, there's one with Shadow licking his nipples. <laughs> yeah. There's, there's yeah. a My Little Pony version of both, and they're like, what is this? I don't know. Okay, I, I found one. I, I found one of them with. I found one of them French kissing, and I found one where it's. Wait, I think it's a pumpkin. I found them as lion, uh, as wolves. And <laughs> what the fuck is this? Another one of them French kissing. Another one of them saying, "Be gentle." Uh, Their love knows no bounds. <laughs>